0: Welcome to Ask Megan, brought to you by Balancing Point Podcast. On this show, New York City Ballet Principal Dancer Megan Fairchild will be answering your questions each and every Monday. Each episode will feature an actual question submitted from someone like you. So let's get started and Ask Megan. Welcome to the third episode of Ask Megan. We are having so much fun doing this Ask Answer podcast, but it is only as great as you guys want to make it. We want to encourage you to feel free to ask any questions you have about the ballet world. If you're too afraid to record it, have someone else do it for you, or you could just tweet, Instagram, or email us the question. However you get it to us, we are happy to answer. We are here for you, and ready to answer whatever you guys throw at us. This week we have a brilliant question from Bethany who wants to know more about the acting and singing I had to learn to perform on Broadway. Here's Bethany's question. Hi, I'm Bethany Strang. So transitioning from a principal ballet dancer to a Broadway star must have given you some really new and exciting changes. Was it a major change to be speaking and singing on stage? And what were some of the core things you learned about being an actress that will give you a fresh perspective as a ballet dancer? Bethany, thanks so much for participating in our podcast. I was totally terrified to even think of accepting the request to audition for On the Town. I was literally in a consistent, shaky state for the entire two days leading up to the actual audition. Acting and singing was something I never thought I would ever do. Sometimes at New York City Ballet, we were asked to speak in front of the curtain to introduce the evening of ballets the audience is about to see. I always rejected these opportunities. I thought... Are you kidding me? I dance. I don't speak. There is no way I am ever doing that. And then this opportunity came along and I decided to embrace jumping out of my comfort zone. I literally felt like every day in rehearsal was just hours of me feeling uncomfortable or embarrassed. Like just constant feelings of humiliation. Being surrounded by professional singers and actors and pretending to fit in with them. I just felt ridiculous. But the whole spirit of this year for me was being out of my comfort zone and trying to stretch myself in whatever way that took me. Nobody was laughing at me. I was just feeling embarrassed inside. And eventually I got used to what I sounded like and stopped panicking when I heard myself talk or sing. Ballet dancers are generally quiet artists and don't really have a voice. I first noticed this when I went to high school in New York at professional children's school with actors, models, and dancers. The dancers were always the most quiet in class, and the actors loved to raise their hands and participate in class discussions, and hear themselves talk. (laughs) In the ballet world, dancers don't really need to be outgoing verbally, and they are good at listening to corrections and quietly applying them. This year I was thrust into a world with actors whose personalities were incredibly colorful and outgoing, and just to be around them helped me open up in the same way. It felt liberating to make noise, to have a different way of expressing myself. I didn't have to be a silent dancer, only emoting or passing on feeling to the audience through movement or a facial expression. The singing was definitely the most embarrassing, but I had the luxury of not having to sound amazing. Part of the reason I even agreed to audition was that the part didn't require principal Broadway singing, so I was literally able to just be me. The way it's written into the script, it actually fits really well if I sound bad every now and then. But I definitely always tried to sing well, and having that freedom to experiment with my singing and performance and not having to worry if it came out strange every now and then actually taught me a lot. I might have learned the most when I lost my voice one week and had to keep per- and had to keep performing. My body compensated, and to make proper noise to speak, I ended up almost singing my words to get enough noise out. It made me realize how much breath is important in order to project well while you were talking. It's hard at first to understand how to speak clearly and loud enough and not sound fake or strange. To stay in character and still have a certain personality but also make sure everyone can hear what you were saying was a learning curve for me. Every day during rehearsals and previews, the director's notes for me consisted of a list of words here or there in my lines that he couldn't quite make out in the performance the night before. In terms of acting, I really embraced the idea of taking some classes because I knew it would be good for me even when I'm back at the ballet. I was surprised to find that a lot of the exercises were geared towards getting really grounded, really natural and real. It's not something I had ever really thought of before. I thought acting was just being some emotion or character, but I learned that the real moments come from being your most authentic self and then finding something in your life that you can relate to in your scene. I learned it is about owning the character and finding the way it fits you individually. It was another liberating moment. I don't have to be a special character. I am just me going through the experiences the character is dealing with. Honestly, I have no way of knowing how all of this will affect my ballet performances, but I do feel very comforted to realize that just being me is sufficient. This whole year has been kind of an amazing realization that just me doing me is good enough. I also feel the lessons I learned from my acting class will help me in every ballet. Not just the ones with specific specific acting, like the full lengths, but any ballet that evokes a particular emotion or feeling. I think I will be freer in expressing myself. Maybe I won't be physically talking, but my personality will be a little louder and maybe shine through a bit more in my dancing. I feel like I found my voice, however you want to interpret it. And the new mentality I adopted of staying out of my comfort zone is definitely always going to be my new motto. It's okay to feel like you aren't great at something, but trying it anyways is a worthwhile endeavor. It's the first step towards learning new things and stretching yourself. How do you know what you are capable of if you never try it? And in the end, it is probably those moments where you have stretched yourself and done something you had always previously ruled out that you will cherish and remember the most. I know for me, those moments are the ones I'm the most proud of, the ones that took courage and fearlessness. It's been a year I will never forget. Our next question comes from Flory, who asks about how to maintain the disciplined lifestyle of a ballet dancer while on Broadway. Hi, Ms. Fairchild. This is Flory. As dancers, we are quite diligent about balancing our diet, cross-training, sleep and social life, in addition to our daily class and rehearsals. Do you find it more difficult to maintain that balance now that you are additionally starring in a Broadway show? How do you keep your technique extra crisp, obtain sufficient nutrients, get enough rest, and have a social life when you are performing until very late every night and have an early morning the following day? Flory, what a great question. Ballet can be like a roller coaster of pushing your body to the extreme in one moment and then having some time off, like running a sprint. Broadway is more like a long marathon, and because of that, I find that you have to take care of your body even more on Broadway because it's on such a consistent basis that you're demanding it to perform. I never quite understood how intense the Broadway schedule was until I was dealing with the exhaustion of eight shows a week myself. The one thing I immediately started doing was taking my vitamins every single day. On Broadway, it's a slow, steady grind of work, and if you get behind in your sleep or your nutrition, you definitely pay for it. And there's nothing worse than doing a show sick or tired. So yes, I have like 10 vitamins I pop every day. I take fish oil, a homeopathic anti-inflammatory pill, a multivitamin, calcium, potassium, magnesium, and a probiotic. I've also learned how to eat, eat, eat. At the ballet, there are these moments where you're super busy and then moments where you don't have as much to do and you modify your diet accordingly. On Broadway, I basically just eat As much as possible to keep up with the busy schedule, especially to maintain my energy throughout the entire two and a half hour show. I snack a lot through the actual performance to keep my energy going. In terms of social life, you get really close with the people in your show because you're all on the same strange schedule. I haven't seen much of my friends from before this year, friends from the ballet. But Broadway people are really fun in that they're really good at celebrating special moments. And every time it was someone's birthday or a special occasion, we would all hang out and socialize. Joining this show literally felt like being on a cruise ship with all the activities they do. So we have a really good time together. It's important to break up the monotony of the same show every night with some fun. But it's hard to fit in friends that aren't on the same schedule as we are. My husband missed me a lot because we w- he would leave early for, the ball- for ballet class while I was still sleeping. And then I wouldn't see him again until midnight every night after my show. So he is anxiously waiting my return to the ballet. Another fun thing about Broadway is that the day is usually yours to do with as you please until the show at night, unless it's a Wednesday or Saturday where we also do a matinee. So I was really able to develop a steady program of cross-training that I hadn't been able to fit into my schedule when I had ballet rehearsals all the time. So on this day I would go to Pilates and another day I would do gyrotonics and then maybe another day I would take a point class at SAB. I got to do exactly what I needed to make my body feel good. I didn't um, ever have to do too much if I didn't want to, and I, and I always got to get a good dose of feeling like I got a good workout. I wasn't at the whim of whatever the rehearsal schedule said. I knew what my show would require energy and technique-wise, and the day was free to prepare for that in the best way I felt possible. I got really into gyrotonics this year. I find it's like retraining every joint to move in the most healthy, long, and organic way. It's been fun to add in something like that when I know I'm not pushing myself so much technically every night. It's helped me to make up that difference it's been really nice to get into a good program of taking care of my body this year thanks so much for your question flory and thanks for participating in our podcast well i hope you liked this show if you did please take a moment to stop by itunes and leave us a rating and review If you would like to have your question featured here on the show, just head on over to balancingpoint.com. You can record directly there by going to the Ask Megan tab and following the easy directions. You can also keep in touch with me by following me on Instagram at mfairchild17, Twitter at FairchildMegan, or at my website meganfairchild.com. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Kimberly Fokker, the host of Balancing Point, for inspiring me and helping me make this idea come true. See you guys next Monday. Until then, then happy dancing.